Hello, everybody. I'm with Omari Mizrahi, and I just took his Afrobeats class, and you whooped my behind. <laughs> I was having a real rough day today, and coming here, taking your class, beat all that negativity out of me. I just wanted to let you know that. Um, I've been taking Afrobeats, West African, your Vogue class, and you always add your roots, um, uh, Seneg Senegalese and Mali. Tell me why you always incorporate those in all of your classes why that's so important well for one thing i'm i'm from african descent mm -hmm. i come from a family of african performers and dancers uh, musicians um so it's very important for me to always represent my culture my background my tribes um through my artistry because if it wasn't for their cultural background and upbringing then i don't think that my artistry would have the depth and the versatility that it does. Um, and I think that's really important when looking at many different styles of dance, you see how so many styles of dance have that connection of its African roots, but people don't visualize it or, or openly see it because they don't want to, or because they haven't been exposed to that. Me, my entire life has been this cultural experience of my home, of my land. So from Senegal, from Mali, uh, those are my upbringings. But then I have my influences from South Africa and Nigeria and Ghana, which really um, shaped a lot of my movements, but also grounded myself um, a lot. And then you have the styles like House and, and Vogue, which allowed me to be a little bit more free and express more fluid movements, but also um, explore the more feminine side of textures um, versus the masculinity and strength that um, African dance has um, but then you can but then it allowed me to play with the uh, the emotional connection to the steps and not just the physical um, that African dance brings out of you but really the emotional aspects that like house and voguing brings out of you and yes, African dance is a spiritual thing. And I think when you're dancing, when you hear that drum, it's, it's a spirit that's guiding you through that rhythm. And I feel like that's very important to have that in your musicality when you're doing other styles. Correct, yeah, and that's another thing I love about, that you elaborate on is music. You always switch up the music because you're so used to seeing students hitting that crash. You're like, nope, don't hit the crash. And when you, um, give us different textures of music. You can see what are we listening to? Or are we listening to the music? Yeah, because it's like you don't want to You don't want to get stuck in the same Musicality you don't yeah. want to get stuck in the same rhythm um, You don't want to get comfortable. My mama always told me that when you're comfortable Then you're not working hard at all mm. You know when you're uncomfortable then your mind is moving your mind is thinking you're creating because you're trying to create a Escape a way to get out of that a feeling of uncomfortability, you know? So um, for me, when I get the students to do a routine that they've been working on throughout the entire class, finally, the last 10 minutes, they, I switched the song on them. Now it's training their ear to hear and, and training their ear to feel, because your ears can feel. And I don't think people realize that, that that's, that's kind of the pathway to your heart into the rhythm is what you're hearing 
So you gotta feel that connection and then let that connection really guide you and help you travel through the routine, whatever the routine be. Right. Um, you know, your body itself is an instrument and you're using rhythm and you're creating rhythm all the time with your body. The music is just a muse. It's just there to give you an extra um, source of reason or intention. Um, or groove, right. you know, or in Africa we say your sauce. Your sauce, and I feel the sauce, <laughs> and I'm learning so much about myself just taking this. And you always, you know, referring to our, you're like, this comes from African, no matter what genre, jazz, whatever it is, you're like, you, this is an African move right here. And, you, always, and I can see it. Now always. when I take other classes, I'm like, I can see all of that, and I can feel it. And you always say, like, listen to this music, it feels like home, and it does. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's, even like with Afro beats with the S, before mm-hmm. Afro beats with the S, it was Afro beats, just Afro beat, mm-hmm. you know, without the S. And that was the original sound, you know, coming from Fela, coming from South Africa, from the Congo, you know, hearing that, that, that brass and those big band sounds, you know, that funk. You have um, countries like Ghana who came out with the high life um, type of music, which was more techno and disco kind of mm-hmm. feel. People in South Africa, same thing, disco kind of feel, gave the birth to Pansula, you know, movements like that. You know, Azonto, you know, these are little kids playing around, Mm -hmm. mimicking adults, and then it came to be this amazing style, you know, or this Mm -hmm. amazing step that became a style, you know? So everything progressed, but it came from somewhere, just like these traditional steps, Dumbolo, even from Senegal, Sabar, Nairigoro, Chebichin, Taulak, all these movements have a place, in the diaspora, but it also has a place in the the upbringing of all the contemporary art forms that's coming out as well. And you can see it now; it's like a full circle, just like how I say everything has a circle. Mm-hmm. House has a cipher. African dance has a circle. Um, voguing has passed the beat in a circle. Everything comes around full circle. So just like African dance was a hot before, now everyone is rushing to get to an African dance class and get that vocabulary to better themselves and their other skills because they notice that the other talents, the other crafts, the other genres have that foundation and they need it and yes. they can't be scared to tackle that. Mm-mm. You know, in African dance, one thing it teaches you is to be fearless because you gotta just go for the movement, you know, and that's how I live my life. I just go for and, it. Yeah, I feel and I don't that. I hold nothing back until, you know, I need to take a moment to look back into the past and see mm-hmm. where I came from so I can see what I need to clean to go mm-hmm. somewhere else. Yes, and you definitely live that. Even when you walk through the door before you take class, like, you are, like, alive, like, I'm here. Where y'all at? Like, where's your, open your eye. I'm like, oop, I'm here, I'm here. Where y'all at? Y'all better wake up. <laughs> y'all better wake up. So bad. I've been enjoying this time. I've been, majority of my class I've been taking from you because you, I just, you just have everything, like, that I've been wanting, been needing. Um, so if you guys are ever in New York, please come take this class. He is absolutely amazing. He can refer you to other classes as well. Yes, I'm one of those teachers um, that you're will in the, you're in an amazing you in circle. Right class. Yes. If you're not in my class, I will guide you to the right yes, class. You, you will. can check me out on Instagram, Omari underscore Mizrahi. On Facebook, just Google me. Please. Omari Mizrahi. He's you will amazing. find all my social um, <laughs> handles, social media handles. You can check me out. I have a dance company called Le Ballet Afrique where we fuse all of my styles together um, and we are performing for Harlem Stage in New York City, May 2nd through the 5th, 7.30 p.m. Um, tickets are available, please check that out. Um, again, I teach six classes a week, all Work. different styles. And at those times, I'm in classes at the same time and constantly challenging myself. So 
you know, all I can say is live life as a challenge and slay it every day. Yes, yes, sir. Y'all slay today. Thank you <laughs> for taking the time out with Dance Rhetoric. Ciao, guys. Peace. Come out away from this shit.